Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings to you in the most precious and the beautiful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I bring grace to you from our Father and our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, what a joy it is to greet you today. It's a beautiful day. Amen. It's a beautiful evening. May God's peace richly rest upon you. I want to talk to you today about an important subject. We have been in this conversation about the school of purpose, but today I want to get into the nitty-gritties. I want to get into the specifics. I want to talk to you about how you can specifically discover how God has designed you and how to discover your purpose in God. So I want to appreciate all of you who have already shared this broadcast. If you haven't, please consider sharing with someone that enables us to reach more people. Uh, YouTube understands the language of likes and shares. <laughs> so. When it sees that people are liking and sharing, it pushes the content to more people. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. Today is going to be fun, people of God. Today is going to be fun. We thank God for this special grace. I want to I take great fear and great... I tremble at the word of the Lord. But last week, God made... God spoke to me about you, about the people that have been faithfully tuning into us now, close to almost two years now. We started this, the intention was never to go this long. The intention was to speak to the body of Christ during the pandemic, bring a prophetic word. It was supposed to be a one-off thing, but then one service became two and three, and then we've just been going on, you know, for almost two years now. Uh, so in the course of the last two years, we have developed deep relationships, friendships, mentorships. We begin to father uh, many that have been tuning to, uh, into us every week. But in the last two years, for the first time last week, I heard something from the Lord. And I heard the Lord say, your people are ready for graduation. They're ready to graduate. So I want to make an announcement from the Lord to you. You are ready to graduate. You're ready to go to the next level. You are ready to pass out of this class, out of this standard, out of this grade. And God is preparing you for elevation. So you are blessed. 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 If you've been plugged into us, for the last year and a half too, it's time to go up. So get ready for what the Lord is about to do. Get ready. So how do we discover our purpose? How do we discover our purpose? Let's pray and ask the sweet Holy Spirit to help us and guide us because without Him, we cannot do anything. He is the Spirit of Truth that guides us and leads us into all truth. So Lord, we thank you for your precious covering over our lives, 
for your daily mercies, your guidances every day. I thank you for your goodness in our lives, O oh Father. I now pray, Lord, in spite of our many inadequacies, in spite of our many flaws, in spite of our many weaknesses, I pray you will supply grace and you'll help us go to the next level. I ask this in the most precious name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Okay. Go with me to the Gospel of Mark. Go with me to the Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark. <clears throat> it's one of my most favorite passages of scriptures. <laughs> uh, this is coming from my personal archives with God, my personal history with God. This is not like uh, a sermon that I'm preaching or a word I am bringing to you that I came up with this morning. <laughs> This is coming from, from my personal history with God. So go with me to the Gospel of Mark. Gospel of Mark. Go to chapter 5. I'm going to request you to spend the whole time with me. Don't, uh, you know, uh, don't keep doing something else and tuning in here and there. Give me the next one hour and I promise you it will be worth your time. <laughs> the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. I'll read for us, starting from verse 1. They came to the other side of the sea. They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Gerasenes, or Gatherings. And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even a chain, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart and he broke the shackles in peace. Isn't it interesting? Demons don't like to be bound to. <laughs> Here is a spirit that is binding the man and yet it doesn't want to be bound. Shackles and pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Which means that a spirit can come inside this human body, a demonic spirit can come and it can make that human body strong. This is an evil spirit. This is a demonic spirit. It's come inside a person and it is giving him strength. Oh, <laughs> it is making him stronger so nobody in the town can chain it. Imagine a man that can break chains. Okay. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. Yeah. Here is a man that was alone oppressed, bound, with nobody to help him. And he would roam the cemeteries, the tombs, the graveyards, and he would go and cry on the mountains in lonely places. And he would cut himself and cry. That, such was his torture. So when nobody 
could hear him there was one that heard him from the other side of the sea oh there was a crowd of 5000 people that jesus has just fed he had just for performed the miracle of multiplying the bread he had fed 5000 people with five loaves and two fishes um and everybody was celebrating everybody was rejoicing in the midst of that rejoicing in the midst of the testimonies jesus heard that singular voice of cry that was coming from the other side of a man that was oppressed and he immediately said to the disciples get into the boat let's go to the other side this jesus hears your cry this god of the bible hears your cry you might be thinking that nobody sees your tears nobody sees your cries nobody hears your struggles nobody sees your struggle with sin and you're crying alone without having the ability to talk to anybody child of god i have been sent by the lord to tell you you have been heard you have been heard and help is on the way help is on the way help is on the way this god hears your cry ah this god hears your cry this god this god hears your cry he heard this man's voice alone crying in cemeteries on mountain tops and nobody bothered and yet there was one that heard him jesus hears your cry jesus hears your cry okay let's continue and when was six and when he saw jesus from afar when he saw jesus from afar he ran and fell down before him and crying out with a loud voice he said what have you do to do with me jesus son of the most high most high god i adjure you by god do not torment me for he was saying to him come out of the man you unclean spirit and jesus asked him what is your name he replied my name is legion for we are many and he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country country not the body country <laughs> now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside and they begged him saying send us to the pigs let us enter them so he gave them permission and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs and the herd numbering about 2000 rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea isn't this interesting we find ah, let, let me read that this is a man that is possessed by multiple demonic spirits not one not two multiple legion means at least 3000 okay 3000 look at the words that the man that is possessed is using verse 7 he's saying what have you what have you to do with me 
Jesus, Son of the Most High God. Look at the next line. I adjure you by God. Do not torment me. How, how is a demonic spirit appealing to Jesus using the name of God? <laughs> it's like, I adjure you by God. Do not torment me. Ah. <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy. A demonic spirit is using the name of God to negotiate with Jesus. Ah. Okay. <laughs> what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion for we are many. Verse 14, jump with me, please. Verse 14, the herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country and people came to see what it was that had happened. Verse 15, and they came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man. They came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had the legion sitting there clothed in his right mind and they were afraid. Isn't it amazing? Isn't this good news? Isn't this a testimony? Isn't this a matter of rejoicing? Isn't this a miracle? Isn't this something that we celebrate? The man that was possessed, that was shackled, that was a nuisance, that was an annoyance to the society, and they see the man healed, delivered, sitting in the sitting sitting down in a calm mind in a in a peaceful way and they are afraid ah, they are afraid it doesn't say they were afraid of the demonic spirit but now they see a sane man and they're afraid of a sane man how is that possible is it possible that sometimes society can be so accustomed to a demonic presence and a demonic culture that that demonic culture becomes their normal and they are okay to live with that. They are so devolved, they are so debased that that becomes their normalcy. And yet when they see a sane man and Jesus with that sane man, they are afraid. Let's continue. I have to get to the meat today. I have to make sure that I give you the main course. You know, I have to make sure. So I'm going to rush. I'm going to give you the main course today. Verse 16. And those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and to the pigs. Verse 17. And they began to beg Jesus to depart from their region. What? Why would you ask Jesus to leave? The whole country wants Jesus to visit their town. The whole country wants Jesus to come to their house. And now Jesus is in your location and you are now begging him to leave. Verse 18. And look at Jesus. What a gentleman. He said, no problem. I will go. Verse 18. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. Ah, isn't this beautiful? <laughs> Verse 18. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. Watch what happens now. Verse 19. 
Jesus and he did not permit him but said to him go home to your friends and tell them how much the lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you verse 20 and he went away and began to proclaim in decapolis uh, in 10 cities how much jesus had done for him and everyone marveled oh this is beautiful this is beautiful this is beautiful this is beautiful this is good this is beautiful so child of god Jesus hears the cry of a solitary man that is possessed and oppressed by demonic spirits and he leaves a miracle service he leaves a service where he is being honored and celebrated and and a big crowd is there a big crowd is there at least 5000 people at least 5000 people but he hears the cry of a solitary man and we would think man this is a, some kind of a reduction in ministry who leaves a church of 5000 and goes after one man jesus does <laughs> jesus will come for you he will leave a big party just to rescue your soul just to rescue you just to get to you but you see but jesus was not only rescuing that one soul he was rescuing the souls of densities because he understood if i touch this one man i'm going to touch densities if i get to this one man i'm going to get to the regions that are locked up inside of him what you don't understand is this that that man was the principality of densities there were so many demonic forces in there there were so many demonic spirits in there he was a concentration of demonic activity one body ay 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 one human body was a walking talking principality in that location and then the destinies of 10 cities were locked up inside man so the spirits realized that this one here is has great potential this one here has great promise this one here has great light that is supposed to come out of him so they all came down and attacked that one individual so his light won't shine so his grace will not manifest and he will not walk into his purpose sometimes the attack on your life is proof of the destiny that you are carrying the amount of attack you experience sometimes is the is is proof to you that there must be something inside of me that the devil doesn't like there must be something that god has put inside of me that the devil doesn't like so so when you see attack you must get ready because the devil has just come and proved to you there is greatness inside of you when you see attacks on a person that is unwarranted that is unfair it is unfair for one man to be possessed by 3000 demons minimum it is unfair it is unfair 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 it is it is a very sad thing that one man be oppressed by such evil and when you see that you must you must you must take note because ah laipari sati palaso kotali what in his dna is attracting such attention 
in the kingdom of darkness what about him ah so your attack is proof of the purpose that's upon your life oh we thank god we thank god take a moment to thank god because the enemy confirmed to you what you were doubting <laughs> <laughs> what do you do you see what do we do we do we always when we see something go wrong we begin to doubt god we begin to say oh i don't know if god loves me i don't know why i went through this i don't know why this is happening to me there are so many people i give my tithes i i listen to prophet hari i don't know why this is happening to me and you instead of instead of saying wait a second wait a minute I'm doing everything right. I'm loving Jesus. I'm celebrating uh, the word of the Lord. I am connected to the man of God. I am receiving the word of God. I send my tithes. I love my neighbor. In spite of all of this, if something is going wrong, that this is not my doing. This is an unfair attack on my life. So instead of complaining, you need to begin to clap your hands louder. You need to begin to rejoice louder because the enemy has confirmed to you that you are a location of great spiritual activity and you didn't even know it. Ah. So so next time you see trouble, don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't don't complain. rejoice because god has planted something in you because the devil doesn't look listen to me carefully now the devil doesn't visit a location that god has not visited god always visits a location first it is the visitation of god that provokes interest so child of god okay we can't get we we we, we don't want to spend too much time there today so so jesus now comes and isn't it interesting now imagine this with me imagine this with me i i this part always amazed me <laughs> wouldn't it have been better for the man that was possessed to run away from where jesus was like he see the deliverers coming he sees the son of god is coming shouldn't he run and hide instead the man comes toward jesus and begins to implore him begins to beg him like why have you come now why why are you doing this to me now why are you tormenting now you can't ask me to leave this country you can't ask me to leave this location no no you can't you can't do this you can't do this because the spirits understood something I might physically hide from Jesus but spiritually he will always be able to locate me because there is no region in creation that is hidden to the eyes of Jesus there is no place that God can't locate me so he says there's no point hiding there's no point trying to run away from Jesus let's instead go to Jesus and negotiate with him with certain principles ah Have you come to torment me? I adjure you by God. Ah, why I? Ah, because what do we do? When we see somebody that is going to trouble us, we run from the trouble, right? 
we want to hide hoping that they won't locate us hoping they don't see us hoping we are so good in camouflaging ourselves that 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 the when trouble comes it will hopefully miss me but the spirit is going right to jesus we have so much to learn right now jesus says what is your name what is your name what is your name he says we are legion for we are many can we read that one more time i want to i want to show you something mark chapter 5 listen to this we are in mark chapter 5 verse 8 verse 9 actually and jesus asked him what is your name he replied my name is legion for we are many and he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country was 11 now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside and they begged him saying send us to the pigs let us enter them how is this possible he's saying we are legion but yet they have the capacity to enter many right now listen to me carefully listen to me carefully right now they're in one body they're in one body and yet they look at the pigs that are 2 3000 in number and they are speaking collectively my god my name is legion for we are many and he begged them earnestly not to send them out of the country now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside and they begged him saying send us to the pig let us enter them let us enter them which means that they could they ah, yeah, 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 yeah. which means that they could have entered 500 pigs and yet it was not 500 spirit it was still one which means they could be in different bodies and yet have synergy they could be one i so he gave them permission and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs and the herd numbering about 2000 rushed down how is it all the 2000 pigs decided to run in one direction <laughs> how is it how is it all the 6000 uh, 2000 pigs decided collectively we're going to run down this we're going to commit mass suicide one day everybody ran because you know why there were 2000 different bodies but there were collectively one spirit one demonic spirit rikale posarita masike ah god help us so jesus gave the spirit permission this is fine no problem my assignment is to deliver this man you are now please listen to me Jesus while having he could have easily said leave the country but he didn't he said leave this man because now you are illegally occupying this man because this is a son of man this is the son of god this is my creation this this i have come now to deliver him you can't be inside him and yet Jesus didn't say leave the country because there could have been certain legal um, i don't even know if you have to get into this um, so he asked him to leave the man but not the country uh, maybe one day we'll get into that one day we'll get into that ah, god help us sare kale porosa i'll tell you why i'll give you a small thing he could have told the spirit leave the country but he didn't but he delivered the man and then a few verses later sent the man to deliver the cities god help us he 
Why is this? Why is this? This is the arrangement of God. The destiny of the sensitives. So the, the, that man who was previously possessed was given the grace to be a blessing to in a sense rule over the ten cities. So God realized that this is a man by divine orchestration that has been placed over the ten cities. I don't necessarily have to deliver the ten cities. I just have to deliver this man. In delivering this man, I have delivered ten cities. Now he will go and cast spirits out. He will go and cleanse a place. He will go. Jesus could have said, I have come now, get out of this country, leave this whole uh, territory. He didn't do that. He just delivered the man. In delivering the man, he delivered a location. Aye, 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 aye. So when God wants to deliver a location, he delivers a man. When God wants to bless a location, he blesses a man. When God wants to prosper a location, he prospers a man. Because when the man prospers, the location prospers. Okay. But what I find fascinating is this God help us what I find fascinating is this Jesus came Jesus came delivered the man set him free gave him a new heart gave him a new spirit gave him a new mind gave him fresh clothes cast out all the evil spirits out of him and watch this okay this this should make you scared. This should make you very, very uh, fearful. Verse 18 of chapter 5. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. That he might be with him. Isn't it amazing when the, the elders and the city guys, the, the people in the town came and begged Jesus to go. He said, please leave us. Your coming has caused us great economic loss. 2,000 pigs have killed themselves. So please leave our town, leave our people alone. We, we don't want to suffer any more losses. Jesus being the gentleman, he is, he's leaving now. But pay attention to it. He left. He was willing to leave without telling the man that he just delivered what to do next. He just saved the man. He just delivered the man. He gave him grace to sit down. He has nice clothes on now. His mind is free and yet he doesn't know what to do next. And Jesus was willing to leave the location without telling him what to do less. Child of God, salvation is God visiting you. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Salvation is God visiting you. Destiny is you being with this God. He did not discover destiny. So you can be saved and be directionless. You can be saved and not walk in your destiny. You can be born again and not know your purpose. And majority of the churches in that space right now, we have a great testimony of how we got saved 35 years ago and that's it. That's the only story you got and it's a powerful story, I'll give you that. So you can be saved, delivered in a sane mind, clothed, you're a good human being now and yet you don't know what to do. And Jesus was willing to leave that location without telling him what to do. Ah, you should be scared because you can be saved, you can be born again and not know what to do. But this man, thank God for the Bible. Thank God for the word of God. When he saw that Jesus was leaving, he's like, what am I going to do now? I don't know what to do now. 
I don't have to roam around cemeteries. I don't have to cut myself. I don't have to hurt people. There are no chains on me. I am free. For the first time, I am free. And he goes to the Lord Jesus. And I love this verse. It says, he begged him to be with him. He said, please let me come with you. Please let me be with you. Please let me walk with you. Please. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. I want, to, I want to be with you. Child of God, I present to you. It is in the pursuit of the presence of God, you find purpose. It is in the pursuit of the presence of God, you find purpose. Ah, there must be a deep longing in you to be with him. Yes, it is at his feet we find destiny. It is at his feet we find purpose. It is at his feet we find direction. He begged him that I might be with you. He begged him, can I please go with you? Can I spend a little more time with you? Can I can I be one of your disciples? Can I can I clean the boat? Can I can I walk with you? Can I pick up your bags? Can I can I be I just want to be with you Jesus. Please let me be with you. And at that moment Jesus turns around. Ah, I hope somebody's learning today. I hope somebody's learning today. Look at this. At that moment. At that moment. He did not permit him. He said, no, you don't need to come with me. It's okay. Listen to this. Go home to your friends. Tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. Verse 20. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis ten cities how much Jesus had done for him and everyone marveled. Ah, everyone marveled. Everyone marveled. Everyone marveled. It is in the pursuit of the presence you find purpose. It is in you longing to be with him that he turns around and says, Now go. Now go, now go, 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 go to 10 cities. Tell them what God has done for you. Tell them how kind God has been to me. And in that moment, he was transformed. In that moment, purpose was given to him. That moment, his assignment was made plain to him. In that moment, grace was released. In that moment, he had never known. He didn't go to Bible college. He didn't go to theology. He hasn't even attended a service. He hasn't even sat down and learned a sermon from Jesus. But in that moment, ay, 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 ay. in that moment, he was transformed. Oh, and when Jesus said, go to the family and friends. Tell them what is gone. With that word came the power and all the equipping that was required for him to be a successful evangelist. Without attending one service, the only service this man attended was his deliverance service. <laughs> ah, you didn't hear it. Right? That doesn't mean you go do this, okay? You don't do this, okay, please. You're going to do some major group-ups. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to show you something. So, what is the 
cornerstone principle of discovering your destiny to be with him it's out of his presence purpose is born it's out of his presence purpose is found you see from the beginning from the beginning it was this man's destiny to evangelize 10 cities from the beginning those 10 regions were given to him from the beginning god sovereignly had orchestrated that it should be like this and yet he didn't know it's in you and you can't find it it's in you and you can't locate it ah but when you come to jesus parts of you that were dead parts of you that were hidden parts of you that you thought didn't even exist they come alive so something about proximity to jesus everything that he put in you begins to shine brighter when it comes closer to him parts of you that you didn't even discover yourself you can go to therapy you can go to psychologists you can go to psychiatrists you can do all kinds of stuff but there are parts of you nobody can discover including yourself unless the lord jesus speaks to you unless you have proximity with the lord and his word he said no go go to ten cities go to your friends and tell them and that moment boom in one moment everything made sense everything made sense. everything came alive god it's god's presence that we require child of god it's his presence we need it is his glory it is his glory and this is not just about a singular thing what happened with moses he first encountered the burning bush he first encountered the presence of god he first encountered the god of the bible and out of that encounter came an assignment who are you i am that i am i am the god of abraham isaac and jacob god introduced himself first and then he's like okay i have come down to deliver my people now go we ah uh, you cannot discover purpose without discovering a presence you cannot discover assignment without discovering his fire it is in the fire your assignment is born it is in the in the fire that your purpose is revealed it is in the fire so child of god this season spend more time with the lord in this season fast a little more in this season pray a little more in this season go a little more deeper walk with him otherwise i promise you you're going to be stuck to a 9 to 6 job grow old and nothing wrong with having a job please you can have a job i'm not bashing people with jobs <laughs> you're going to be stuck in a job that you're not happy and you're going to work for somebody else just so you can make ends meet just to pay bills and i go oh, i can't i can't leave the job because who's going to pay the house here my who's going to pay the car here my who's going to do this who's going to do that how is this going to be what about this a job will listen to me a job 
will fill try to fill the space that purpose was supposed to fill and it will never be enough a job will never fill the space destiny is supposed to occupy you can make money having a job but there will be a part of you that will always unfulfilled the greatest discovery a man makes after the lord jesus christ is what he has to do and that comes out of his love and friendship with the presence of god so i have given you the biggest key to unlock your destiny to unlock your god-given potential to unlock your god-given grace to unlock your god-given assignment so now go i release you to pursue christ i release you i release grace to be friends with god i release grace to walk with jesus i release great grace to to fast and to pray and to be with god this week may god find you at his feet this week may god grant you grace to run after him this week this week this week this week this week ah something just shifted something just happened to those who are connected to me and my wife may grace be released to run after him like no never before never before like no one else oh i thank god i thank god i thank god so i bless you in the name of god i had prepared three key points to share with you but today i was only able to give you this one thing it's okay this is this is the most important key this is the most important key if you pursue this key you will do well the rest i'll give with you as the lord allows me to but this is the most important one i was praying for somebody i was thinking about somebody some time ago and i was like you no know, here my wife and i have been contending for some of our sons and daughters to rise higher to walk into their destiny they come and tell us uh dad or prophet we want this to happen in our life and we begin to contend we begin to seek god and then we don't see certain changes in their life we don't see what has already been released for them they don't walk into it and and for one of the sons i was thinking like god what is happening this has already been released this has, the grace has already been released and then the answer was so simple they have not come to collect they have not come into the presence of god they have not sat with me I, i'm 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 uh, i'm not sharing it as it is i'm kind of going i'm i'm coloring it in a certain way so it's helpful to you god so imagine god has already released grace for a certain breakthrough god has already released grace for your marriage god has already released grace for your uh, for your relocation god has already released grace for a new job or whatever it is and you have never bothered coming into the presence of god so god has given gifts and you're sitting outside so child of god today make it a point to go to the presence of god to sit with him to pray with him to sanctify a time and a place for him 
your breakthrough the grace for your breakthrough is already released the grace for your purpose is already released god is waiting on you to show up so may god grant you grace to pursue him i love you in the lord may god richly bless you i want to thank you for being faithful with your finances thank you for sending in your seeds thank you for sowing thank you for the tithes and the offerings i appreciate you but more than me the lord appreciates you and may god multiply your seed according to your faith so thank you i'll see you this saturday may the lord be with you god bless thank you for tuning in to this episode please consider sharing it and for more information log on to harirao.com